This is Brick House, is bitch. Brick House. Oh, <laughs> this is Brick House. Okay. I'm Joe Brennan. I'm Andrew Pissarro. This is the Brick House Pod, your favorite podcast about music. <laughs> Welcome back to a very special episode of the Brickhouse Podcast. We are joined today with Subsonic Eye, straight out of Singapore. They released an album, Nature of Things, back in January of 2021. Highly recommend. Uh, this has been on my queue for the past few months. Definitely check out the tracks Cabin Fever and Fruitcake, Primo stuff. How you doing, guys? Hey, we're good. We're good. Good, good. <laughs> How are you guys? Oh, we're great. This is, um, I think this is the latest we've ever recorded a podcast. So it turns out there's a 12-hour time difference between uh, New York and Singapore. So are you guys in the future from us right now? Is it Saturday morning or is it Sunday morning right now for you guys? It's Sunday, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. So I, I, I was always confused. Like, you know the 2012 thing? Who, di- who dies first? If yeah. 2012 is real. Yeah. Well, we are we are time traveling on today's podcast. I'm very, very excited to, uh, to, to, to time travel. But uh, we, we have a bunch of questions, but one of the things that we always start our episodes with is Joe and I tell everyone what the last thing that we listened to was. So we're going to ask you guys, what is the last like either album or track that you guys listened to before sitting down for the podcast today? Okay. Jigsaw, Falling Into Place, Radiohead. Just listening to the Radiohead album again and again. So. I was listening to uh, this band from Norway called Pompoku. They're like, uh, they're like art rock. Andrew, that's on the 2021 playlist that I sent you that you probably didn't listen to. Oh, great. <laughs> no, I listened to some of it. it he, Joe made a nine-hour playlist oh. of the best stuff that he's found from 2021. You guys are on there as well. <laughs> but it's it's one of the most eclectic Spotify playlists you'll ever find. There's a, there's a bunch of hip-hop. There's a bunch of like indie rock. There's a bunch of electronic stuff. It's, it's a very diverse playlist. What were you guys listening to then? I think the last thing that I listened to was Steve Miller Band this afternoon. Oh. I was walking around uh I was walking around the lower part of Manhattan and threw on some like uh like a one of the Steve Miller like best of playlists on Spotify and that was it was kind of rainy but it was it you know kept things upbeat in New York today. I was listening to this record right here. It's Title Fight Shed. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I love that record. So good. So 10 year anniversary good. this year. Oh. 10 years. Oh. oh my God. Wow. We're big title fight guys. We actually went to college about 10 minutes away from where they grew up. Whoa. We've seen them live a bunch of times. Which uh, which title fight record would you say is your favorite? It's probably, I don't want to say Hyperview, but I, I actually really enjoy <laughs> you, you do want to say it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you feel free to say Hyperview. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love that. This is a safe space. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think Hyperview was a was a good record to uh, end their career on, if if their career is over. Yeah. I really hope it's not the end. I'm not I'm not ready for title fight to to call it quits just yet, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did a deep dive on your Twitter, and I saw back on March twenty third, two thousand eighteen, you teased that you were going to cover a title fight song. I'm dying to know what title fight song did you cover? We covered uh, "Your Pain Is Mine Now." <laughs> yeah, that's we, that's, we did, that's a great one. <laughs> we didn't have enough songs in twenty in twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, so we were still doing some covers. That's a good one too, because it's basically just two chords over and over again. Yeah, yeah. 
I would say this then if you guys like title fight who else like um who else in that kind of like scene do you guys really like uh, right now I'm really enjoying uh fiddlehead I feel like they're gonna they're gonna take title fights place because like I, I feel like they're nailing that sound pretty well you know the the whole emo thing yeah pretty exciting pretty I'm pretty excited for the the record I think it's coming out May 21st. I think it's on the same record label. I think they're on Run for Cover records. Yeah, they're on Run for Cover. The the guitarist is the guy from Basement. Oh, okay. And then the vocalist is uh, Pat Flynn from Have Heart. Wow. Yeah. So pretty cool. It's like a super group. Kind of, yeah. Looking also at your Twitter, I saw you opened up for Wild Nothing and you played shows with Beach Fossils and it, you were trying to play a show with Dive. I don't know if you did. What are some of your favorite bands that you had the opportunity to play with oh uh the world nothing show uh got cancelled yeah. so we ended up not opening for them but beach fossils opened up for them like they played two sh- two days in a row so we opened up for them two days in a row that was pretty cool we opened up for who else uh? who else did we open up for Remember. like yuck yuck we opened up for yuck yeah that was the first band we opened up for so that was pretty crazy that's wild. That's it's your first idiot. band you opened up for. Yeah, I was, I was so so nervous. And like, the the best part was, I was going to go for the show anyways, but now we didn't have to buy tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. How long have you guys been together, like, playing music? And like, when did the band, like, kind of start? I mean, this is your third record that you guys put out, but how long have you guys been, you know, kicking it and playing music? We got together, like, 2016. Oh, is it? Yeah, like, 2016. During our first year of uh, of uh, Singapore's version of college, now we're, now we've all graduated, but we're, yeah, we're still a band. So it's yeah, it's been like four or five, four years. Or five years. Yeah. What would you say the music scene in Singapore is like? When we, <laughs> there's always like the emo guys, and then like the hardcore guys, and there's the indie kids. Yeah, but when we when we started off, there was no, uh, there were like no like dream pop. Dream pop indie bands. So we, so we play for like hardcore shows. So there'll be like five hardcore bands, and suddenly, like in the middle, there's a dream pop band. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny, but uh, it was like right about the time when, um, you know, like Turnover started doing the whole dream pop thing, and like Title Fight did that thing, and Hundred became like a dream pop band. So, like, all the hardcore kids, and like, they also kind of got into dream pop. So it made sense that. We were playing together. Did the crowds like like you guys, even though it was like kind of a bit of a change up and like you know going from hardcore to like a dream to dream pop? Uh, yeah, the, surprisingly, they still came for the shows. But I think it really helped that um, we were all kind of friends with them to begin with. Mm. Did any mosh pits open up for the dream pop shows? Yes. Yeah, right now, <laughs> right now they are. Right now they are, which is pretty funny. Yeah, and and um, I don't know if it's a thing in the U.S., but like we played in like Indonesia. And Indonesia has a lot of dream pop bands as well. And there's and there's mosh pits. So it's pretty interesting. Philippines well, Philippines has like It's so funny because we'll be playing like our really like chill, like sun kissed skin, and then suddenly there's like a whole like you know, everyone's like jumping on top of each other. I don't think pre like COVID we would have had that, but I do think like now after we've all been inside forever, like I feel like people are gonna be jumping around at every show. Mm. So uh we'll see. I mean are you guys anywhere close to like playing shows anytime soon, or like what? What's like what's the plan to start playing shows once you guys kind of when things kind of open back up? Uh, we actually played a show like uh, for, we had an album launch in February. 
in February. Okay. So we played. Yeah, we played a show, but the the venue was like the venue can hold like like a thousand people, but they had to they had to cap, cap capacity the capacity to, to like yeah, like two hundred people. Um, and it's like a super fancy concert hall. So it just felt really strange. Yeah, like shows now are really weird because yeah, you you can't you can't you can't you can't like. Sing, you're not allowed to sit, you're not allowed to sing along. Yeah. Like you stand up, the security guard will tell you sit down. You know, if you're singing along, no one really knows because you ask anyway. So. One of the things we we talk about on the podcast a lot is like a physical copy of like what was. Were you guys iPod people? Did you have anything like before an iPod? Like when you're listening to music, like what was the first device you had to like listen to music on? Was it like a cassette player or was it like a CD player? I had like a, uh, like a music, the player thing is it's called Creative. It's a, it's the Singapore brand and there's like no screen, you know? So you got to like just keep pressing next. And like I asked my cousin, I gave my cousin like a whole list of songs to like illegally download from LimeWire. So she'll put like Ever yeah. Levine in there, you know, evidences, you know, you gotta just yeah. That was my that was my first thing. It was so good. Evanescence is great. Oh, I would love that. Oh, I want it back. For me it was um I had like a CD player. So like the first CD I ever bought was uh I'm just gonna say it, uh Nickelback Dark Horse. <laughs> I actually I What an answer. <laughs> I don't know I are you guys like Nickelback fans? Like, I'm not. I'm not like shitting on Nickelback. I know the internet does all the time. But uh, are you guys? Are you a Nickelback fan? Like, uh, yeah, you, I'm, you I'm love a, them. I'm a closet Nickelback fan. <laughs> like, like the the criticism is all their songs sound the same, but that just means they're all good songs, you know? Because yeah, so that that was my first experience. Then after that, um, I had like a something like hers, like a tiny music player that my dad's friend gave us. And the only songs there was like three Blink One Eight Two songs, so I just I just kept listening to these three Blink One Eight Two songs. Yeah. <laughs> my first CD isn't much better than your Nickelback. My first CD was the Smash Mouth CD that had, uh, had All Star on it. So, uh, like, I'm not I'm not sitting here to like cast any judgment. Joe, what about you? What was the first like? Well, the first cool CD I bought was Meteora by Linkin Park. But before that, I was rocking the Backstreet Boy cassettes. Oh, my first one was uh, Paramore Riot. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's cool. Oh, that's, that's, cool. that's a good that's album. Cool. That's a great album. Back to the album. I read on, I think it was NME, this thing about you guys tuning your guitars to 432 hertz because it was in tune with the earth. I don't know if it was some, <laughs> some like... I don't know. I don't know what he was talking about, but like, is there any validity to this? Like, you had like a weird tuning when you made this album. Yeah, like if you pick up a normal guitar, you can't play along to the songs unless you tune to four hundred thirty-two. Because like, I'm 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 a sucker for the, for these like pseudoscience stuff, new age stuff. It's just funny because they like they say like, oh, if you if you listen to this frequency, it helps your body like heal. It's probably it's probably bullshit, but it's a it's a cool cool Easter egg. The idea is like, oh, the, the industries are keeping the hurts to what we normally listen to. So they're keeping away they're keeping us away from the truth of healing ourselves using this frequency. That that's that that's the idea behind it. Yeah, like a lot of uh, modern music now is like four forty hertz and uh, and like maybe above. And, and this is the the mass media's way of like keeping us uh imprisoned, you know, like that's why like 
you know, you just feel anxious. Like some songs make you feel anxious, maybe because it's in 440 hertz. But yeah, it's a, it's a wild dick. That's fascinating. This is a wild theory that I've never heard of, but I, I will say I love the sound that the album has. So like it... Like it is this something you guys think it would keep doing, or was this like a this album thing, or probably this album? But yeah, I, I like I like I, I kind of like the sounds because if you compare, like, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube where they compare like the normal song and then they'll tune it down to four three two. Almost always, the four three two hertz sounds better, just because it's like it's also because it's in a lower pitch, and it sounds more full. Does this make it more difficult playing your old stuff? Like, do you have to switch gear when you play, or do you just play everything in four hundred thirty two now? Oh no! When we play live, we just play in the normal one. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> so you're making everyone anxious and tense when you're playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tour, if you guys could have toured with like any deceased musician, like deceased. you could go back. We're we're already time traveling, yeah. but if you could go back in time and tour with any deceased musician, who would you choose to tour with and why? Hmm. Is it Kurt Cobain for you? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm thinking. Right now, all my favorite musicians are still alive. That's very. Yeah. <laughs> can't I can't I mean I have a Cobain poster all right <laughs> up there. So, uh, that was that was uh the last band that we interviewed. She said Nirvana. Oh. That was like the first one she she came up oh. with. So, uh, having all your having all your favorite bands alive is very much <laughs> that's a good thing. Cause <laughs> you just get to keep getting to see them. Yeah, like Sonic Youth is still alive. Smashing Pumpkins or something. You still alive? Yeah, no, maybe the 90s Smashing Pumpkins. I guess Smashing Pumpkins is dead right now, do we? <laughs> yeah, so maybe then, <laughs> back then. What's your favorite Smashing Pumpkins record? Um, I don't know. I can't. I guess the obvious. Melancholy. Melancholy. Oh, Siamese Dream. Yeah, what yeah. am I talking about? Siamese Dream. Siamese. That's my favorite. I'm a big, I'm a big sucker for their first record. Oh. I used to drive to uh, when uh, our college was like four hours away from my house and i used to listen to gish right. and drive aggressively fast <laughs> because that's a great driving yes album. so was sammy's dream i used to rip my my uh my dad's nissan Sentra to Cherubrock. shout out the brakes on that car sorry dad mm-hmm. <laughs> i know when you're on tour sometimes money might be a little tight and sometimes you have to make sacrifices in food that you eat may it be like cheap coffee or like dollar hot dogs what are some of your go-to cuisines when you're on tour to save money? For Asia, it's like buying... Do you guys have like a 7-Eleven there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, the, the in, yeah. In Asia, like the convenience stores, they sell like microwavable rice. Like, like rice and meat. Like it's super cheap, but it tastes really good. Do you just buy it and you microwave it wherever or do they cook it in front There's of you? There's a microwave in the store. So you can just... Oh, mic- oh yeah. okay. And you can just sit down somewhere and... Yeah. One of the other questions we ask a lot is um because in New York we have like bodegas or delis where like they've got like the grill and they cook everything in front of you. You get like a chicken sandwich and they're literally making it in front of you. But like what what is, and it's kind of like it's not like fast food, but it's not like a sit down meal. It's kind of like you grab a sandwich or whatever. But like what is kind of like the you know I'm just gonna go grab something real quick. Actually, I think it's say Seven Eleven. If you want like a whole meal. It will be Seven Eleven. I think we, if like talking about the thing, like is it the Rumley Burger? We have the same thing. Rumley Burger. Like they make it in front of you. Oh yeah, we ha- we have some of that, but like, it's not an everyday thing. It's like a, it's like when there's any like, it's like it's a it's like a festival. Is it a festival? Mm. No, it's like a, 
like it's like a moving night market. Ah, yeah. So they will they will go to different towns, and yeah. then like they'll just yeah they'll have like imagine like a lot of a lot of uh, delis. So there'll be like a kebab store, there'll be like a burger store, there'll be like a drink store. Yeah. Yeah, but they're they're only there for like a couple of days, and then they're gonna move to the next neighborhood. Yeah. Interesting. But on a normal day, like yeah, we have we have stuff like um, we have these places called like like mama shops. So all all of us, like most people in Singapore, they live in apartments. They call it they call mm-hmm. it uh, HDBs, which yeah. is I forgot what it. High rise in oh my god I don't know. Yeah, I forgot what HDB means, but like they're like apartments, and then at the bottom of the apartments, there's like these shops run by people so you can just go in and grab like sometimes they'll, they'll sell food as well yeah so they normally just have hot water then you buy like cup noodle then you put hot water they put egg in there yeah i've heard that singapore is very clean a very clean place to live and i don't know if you've seen in pictures or videos but new york sometimes is not that clean Wait, we recently watched the video what's the what's the town is it in yeah, we recently watched that video and that blew our mind. You know, that's Kensington place? in New York. I don't know. Oh, K- you're talking about Kensington, in Philadelphia, the heroin capital oh. of America. Oh yeah, oh, that's crazy, that's man. Insane. That's insane. I have a story about Kensington. Oh, you have to say it. What is it? So my band, we drove down to Philly, and it was in the neighborhood of West Kensington, and I knew I knew about Kensington, but I didn't say anything. I was like, all right, this is West Kensington. It's probably not as bad. <laughs> And we're going to the GPS, and it tells us to go down a certain street, and it's just getting worse and worse. And we go down this one street, and there are just, like, 30 crackheads just all in this alleyway. And, like, they all, like, turn and look at us. like, <laughs> And we're like, oh, turn around. Turn the car around. <laughs> yeah, we ended up not playing that show. Jay, you know what's funny? There's a Kensington in Maryland near me, near my where my parents lived. And it's like super nice. It's like one of the <laughs> nicest oh, neighborhoods. No. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I've never been to Singapore. Uh, I actually, I mean, I've never been to Asia. But um, if Joe and I were gonna come out to Singapore, um, what would be like a cool non-touristy thing that you guys would recommend for us to do for an afternoon in Singapore? No. That not everyone like. Just yeah. like eat food at a hawker center. Yeah. Don't 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 go to like malls. Go to like like towns down areas and then eat at this place is called like hawker centers so like you know how earlier i mentioned like all of us live in um apartments and then at the, the bottom is like the mama shop so sometimes it mm-hmm. won't be the mama shop sometimes it'll be like a food court that's just run by like uh, by like normal people so then like when you go to a food court mm-hmm. there'll be like a chinese store indian store malay store and a drink store so you can like you know like everyone can have their own different cuisine but you can still eat it together you know, yeah, it's as it's it's as authentic as it can get. Yeah, the only non-authentic thing is like the really butchered Western stores in there. It's really horrible. Just don't ever eat Western in a food court. I think that's all I can say. It's so bad. Um, yeah, other than that, interesting. Eat there, do you have like a food court in mind? I don't. Uh, I guess go to like BK BK, no, <laughs> like BK BK eating house is like, is like Overrated. it's like it's like where everyone everyone hangs out. There's like the beer's really cheap. The beer, yeah, the beer's really cheap and like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like everyone hangs out there and like if you have nothing to do, right, you just head down to BK. Someone will be there. So, yeah, so, so, someone you know will be there. It's like the place. What are your guys most? What are your guys' favorite beers? For us here, uh, a lot of people like to drink uh, Anchor, and then I've heard Anchor is like, 
is like the PBR the PBR version of yeah in Singapore. But uh, uh, yeah, anchor right. tastes like shit. Uh. Well, we have this thing called uh, <laughs> strong zeros. So that's what we drink all the time. So I don't know if you guys have it, but it's in Seven Eleven. A strong zero is like at nine percent, and it's like in this can. It's just like four dollars, which is quite quite cheap. Yeah, so, it's like a nine percent. It's like apple cider, but there's like it's not just apple. There's like many flavors. It's like a fizzy. It's a fizzy drink with alcohol. It's so it's, yeah. yeah. We kind of have those. Um, they they they. The ones that we have, they're called uh, White Claws, and they're like five percent alcohol, and it's uh, it's just like a, it's a seltzer, like a uh, like a fizzy, like a fizzy flavored thing. Yeah, yeah. The last episode before this on the podcast, we they just came out with new flavors, so we were drinking those the entire episode. But <laughs> we're we're big PBR guys. The White Claw thing. Huh? Because that's the TikTok. The fuck yeah, it's Friday. Fuck yeah, is it that guy? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I right, saw that chicken. one. I know which. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, whoo! It's the weekend, baby. Fuck yeah! Oh, the the nine percent is dangerous because like, it takes a it it takes a while to to and kick it in. So good. It tastes really good. So you, next thing you know, you you've drank like three. Yeah. And then no. y- you're fucked. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It creeps up on you. Yeah. I went on a camping trip last summer, and there was this one guy. He was like, I bought these Anchor beers. Nobody drink them, but he's such an asshole. So I was like, "Fuck, fuck this guy." So I drank all of his beers, and he's like, "Where, where are my beers?" <laughs> but there was like hundreds of beers, so it was fine. Did you like them, Joe? They taste like shit. <laughs> Still drank them. There's a Singaporean band that wrote a song about Anchor. Yeah, there's this uh, Singaporean emo band. Like they love Anchor. Like all the merch is just an- like Anchor. They sell the beer koozie. Yeah, they sell beer koozies. The they're called uh Singfu and Roy. They're kind of like um they're kind of like Marietta. Yeah, they're an emo band. Uh, they're three piece emo band. Song called you. What, what's the uh, Anchor Forever. Uh. Yeah, like these guys love like their whole band is about Anchor beer because they love. Do they anchor. have songs about tigers? Because like Sig- Siegfried and Roy weren't they like the tiger, the tiger yeah, kings or were. something? Oh, I've never heard of that band. No, no, they were like Siegfried and Roy two dudes. They used to be in um, Las Vegas, and they um, did like live shows where like the tigers and lions um, performed tricks and stuff. And then they, I ended up one of the tigers mauled one of the guys on stage, and like it got shut down. Oh, I did. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Can you guys teach us any like Singapore slang words? I don't know if you realize it. Maybe I maybe I never say it, but you end a sentence with like la. So I'll be like, for example, someone's bothering me. Then I'm like, can you not bother me, lah? Or like, or like, uh, or like, it's like it's like a way to like, uh, it's like an exclamation, like, uh, someone will ask you like, are you hungry? And then you'll be like, no lah. No, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it's really weird because sometimes you write that and then like, like Americans would think we're saying L A, like Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. So then like, I think that happened before. And then like it's just so strange when you type it. Yeah, and then there's also like um, it's like when you agree with like like when you agree with someone like someone would be like, uh, wow that guy is that guy is handsome. Yes, and then yeah. you go like yes yeah. So there's another oh my god then there's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the artist. Yeah. Or like or like when something is like when something feels really good like when you're watching a band, and then they're, uh they they're getting to a really good part you say like oh wow shook. Or like when this food tastes good, you say, "Wow, shook." Yeah. 
Okay, one last, one last. Okay, when you're so nosy, and then you'll be like, why are you so capo? That's like, why are you so nosy? Okay. I like that. I, like I think that we should one. start using that one. That. We should definitely start using that. <laughs> in New York, I notice, or at least I don't have problems with people being nosy in New York. I feel like people here mind to their own business. Cause like I disagree. Well, <laughs> I'm under the impression that like, if you get in someone's business here, they're gonna like beat the shit out of you and maybe kill you. Run through a motherfucker face. I just stay out of people's business. I just have friends who love drama, so I, that's why I disagree. <laughs> but uh, I do want to ask you guys: Have you toured in the states yet? No, but we love to. Of the places that you have toured, what was the f- like, like the coolest or like the place that you were like, holy shit, we got to play in this place? And then where, like, what city in the States is, like, we have to play there? I guess it would, the craziest one would be in, like, the middle of nowhere in Indonesia. Like, on the way there, you're you're passing by, like, these villages. You would think that no one's going to come to the show, you know? And then in the middle of, like, the village, there's, like, there was, like... the village? What are you talking about? Like, not a village, but it's, like, you know, it looks like it's the middle of nowhere. Okay. And then, like... But then in the middle of this middle of nowhere, there's like this really nice venue. And then uh, Samad Dingan Art Space. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first night. And then when uh, when evening came, there were people. And then you're like, where, is this, where are all these people from? Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to explain because like um, Indonesia is like, yeah, it just feels like so disconnected from the world. It's like, they, they, it's like they're stuck in time. No, is, that, is that offensive? I don't know. Yeah, but it, it just it just. I don't just think we have any listeners in Indonesia, so. <laughs> okay. okay. It, yeah, yeah, you're probably okay. <laughs> yeah, it look it looks the whole place in looks like way, it's in a good way. Yeah, in a good way, it looks like it's stuck in time, and it's very disconnected from the world. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Do you guys drive there, or do you like, or how did you get there? I think we got like a van. Yeah, we got a van. And the van was called Shaggy Dog. <laughs> like oh, that's yeah. the name Shaggy Dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. We did not get any sleep for the whole tour. That was like an amazing experience. I think like it, it was so crazy. And then like got into like a so-called three-star hotel in Bogo. Yeah, like we 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 ended up at this hotel. Like, cause so we reached this venue. Cause the venue was like, okay, you guys can sleep. Uh, we have a place for you guys to sleep. So then uh, they brought us to the place, but it looks like a crack house. Like literally, like an like no, actual no actual crack house. So we're like, okay, uh, we'll we'll just find a hotel, and there was only one hotel in the area. And then when we went when we went to the hotel, there was like there was like bed bugs underneath the bed. It was really dark, and we we're the only ones. And like there was like blood stains on the wall, and like the toilet, some parts weren't working. And yeah, so you had to like you had to pee in the bathtub because the toilet didn't work. Yeah, yeah but it was yeah but it was we still a, slept. It was, it was yeah. cool. It was yeah, cool. Yeah. You're making the crack house sound pretty good. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we actually we actually had some friends go back to the crack house. Yeah, so they slept there. <laughs> and only the three of us who dared to sleep in like this haunted looking place, we, we slept there. Yeah. US is there a US state you want to go? I would love to check out Port Portland. Because I watched uh Portlandia. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I, I really want to know what's up in Portland. I also heard like Portland is the bike bike capital. Yeah, they also legalized yes. every drug over in Portland. Yes, man. Oh, that must be that must be great. Yeah, yeah I mean Portland's. Uh, there's a whole thing of like keep Portland weird. It's like a it's like a whole thing. I've never been there, but uh, I've I've heard good things. I know the I airport airport has a really cool carpet. That's the <laughs> only thing that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to look down next time you're or if you're ever in the airport in Portland. 
how's the yeah. bike is there like a bike culture in like new york like um there's there's a bike culture and there is a getting hit by a car while on your bike <laughs> culture right right yeah and there's there's also there's people who bike in new york and then there's a very vocal majority of people who hate the bike bicyclists in new york because the bicyclists like if you bike a lot you kind of act like the rules for traffic don't right. like don't af- affect you so it gets it gets pretty crazy but um Citibank uh, has all these bicycles that you can rent all over the city where basically you, you know, if you pay for it, you have this little key and you can rent any bike and they have like places where you can just like put the, put this like thing up and you can rent this bicycle and you just have to take it to another bike rack in other parts of the city. So I have friends who, I mean, before everything happened would bike to work and they would like, they didn't own the bike. They just went down the street, grabbed a bike and, you know, biked a few blocks or however many blocks to the office so i would yes there's definitely a night are you guys big oh yeah we're crazy but we love cycling uh, we also have like the bike sharing thing but like it's stopped because people keep taking the bikes and throwing it off like bridges and stuff like that <laughs> so then like or like they'll just take it and they'll modify it like they'll break off the lock or something and then they repaint it so sometimes like when i'm walking i can tell that there's a bike sharing bike but it's just painted black, you know, and like, or they like took out the seat because you want to put it on your extra bike and stuff like that. So we, yeah, we can't have nice things. So we don't have it. Yeah, but we are big bike people. Because yeah, in Singapore, like, um, it's not so small. You can get anywhere with bike. Yeah, and only only rich people drive here. Like to, to get a car is like a million, a million dollars. So most people just take public transport or, yeah, or we just ride our bikes. The city is definitely getting they're trying to move towards like public transportation for all like they're they get rid of a lot of parking like every year to put in more bikes and they they make more like bus routes every year i haven't driven my car in three years like i i take the train everywhere so how's the train there i always watch videos of like how wild it is like the subway (laughs) <laughs> is it is it as wild as like it's uh you get used to it but it's not yeah. too crazy um if you go over the bridges um on certain trains like i live in brooklyn and to go into manhattan you go over the williamsburg bridge and there's always like kids who are trying to like make an extra couple bucks and so like today i went into the city and these three kids got on and they have a speaker and they're playing like like really fast like dance music and they're like swinging around on the oh. poles like and like doing like Whoa. all this like almost like circus tricks and like flips and stuff and then they walk around with like a hat after oh, to like shit. try to get try to get a couple mu- a couple bucks and they'll do that all day they'll just ride oh to they'll ride into the city switch platforms ride back oh and like and th- that's that they'll do on like a day off so and I mean, yeah, you have you have a lot of you see a lot of crazy stuff. Like I don't know if you guys follow Subway Creatures on Instagram. No. That is all they do is post wild things <laughs> that people see on the New York subway system. Oh so uh, if if you want to know more about the New York subway system, I would go recommend checking out Subway Creatures. In yeah. Singapore, you just get arrested. You get arrested if you do, it. <laughs> you do anything. You get arrested in <laughs> Singapore. Yeah. Oh, and uh, back to your cleanliness question: gum gum is illegal. Yeah. Gum is illegal in Singapore. Gum? Just straight yeah. up illegal. Because, you can't have gum. Yeah. You can't have gum. Because back when we did have gum, people would put it under the seats and like everywhere. So then like when it dries up, it'll be like this black spot 
So it's that's not that's not clean, you know. So they banned it. So like every time I go to Malaysia, I'll like eat as much gum as possible. And like you you can't even bring it back because they'll check your bag and then you have gum and then they throw it away. You what know? if you're, you're like chewing it? Like what if you just have a whole wad guess, in your mouth? Yeah, <laughs> I guess you can do that. Then you can keep it in a container and then just <laughs> chew it every time you feel sad. Yeah, Malaysia Malaysia's like the, the free for all. Like, like <laughs> before COVID, like you can, because Malaysia is just like, a, you can just walk the border. You can cross the border. So it's like you want gum, you can head there. If you want cheap cigarettes, you can head there. Cheap beer, yeah. All right, um, I got a couple more questions, and then we'll uh, thank you guys so much for giving us some time today. I sure, know it's yeah. early for you guys; it's late for us. You guys pressed some of your records on vinyl. You've put your some of the cassettes, some of your stuff out on cassette. Like for each of you individually, which was, are you guys more vinyl or a cassette person? I guess like, I own a cassette preference. player, so. Yeah, cassettes. But I like vinyls because they got the whole like shebang. You know, you can like open the thing and stuff like that. So it's nice. But I don't have a vinyl player. Uh, I'm actually neither. Like, <laughs> I, it, it's actually our label who's super like, our label's run by one guy and he he plays for this band called Sobs if you guys know. But yeah, he's super crazy about like cassette and vinyl. You so, guys should check out Sobs. Yeah, uh, like uh, he, so that that's all on him. Uh, but for me, I'm more of a digital guy. Like I love, I love Spotify. It's the I think I was gonna. That was my next question. Are you guys, at uh, Apple Music, Spotify. What's the streaming service of choice? For me, is a Spotify. Spotify. I don't know. I think I just I just grew up with Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Spotify. I have uh one last question about gear. Are you guys a into like gear and what kind of gear are you using now? Slash, did you use to record uh, Nature of Things? Um, nature of things we like we were super into gear with our previous albums but for nature of things I was I was quite deliberate on um, having a very clean sound so all the all the guitars are actually direct DI they're directly recorded we just used um, we just used like virtual amps for that guitar guitar wise I'm using a jazz master and a Jaguar. We try not to uh, put so much emphasis on effects now, cause yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I just kind of, I kind of started to favor the clean sound more, cause I start playing the acoustic guitar more, and like, it also when you play shows, it's not very, con- it's kind of troublesome to carry around like a heavy pedal board. Are you, are you into gear? No. <laughs> no, I mean I used to collect vintage keyboards, but we never. I don't use it for music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But how yeah, many vintage keyboards did you have? Um, a lot. Like Casio, like the old Casio tones. Yeah, like the Porter sounds, right? That's my the favorite Yamaha. one. Yeah, the Yamaha one. My um, favorite is I... number twenty-seven on the Porter sound. It's the flute sound. <laughs> 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 it's my go-to. <laughs> Joe has a wild musical instrument collection. He's got like seven or eight guitars, ten. a bunch of bass, oh. ten, oh ten guitars. <laughs> oh my god! A bunch of bit, a bunch of bass. Uh, Several amps. Every like, I got that Casio right over there. My dad bought that back in nineteen ninety. Whoa! Every week, Joe will text me like, "Hey, so I'm gonna buy a guitar this week." He's like, what? You bought one last week, and it's just. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It eventually turns into like, I end up spending too much time on the gear 
and the music or the gear and not the music. So maybe I should just get rid of all of it and just go back to acoustic. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was the that was the thing that made me switch to a to a simpler setup. Like I realized, like I I can do everything I wanted to do with a small multi effects. So that that really helped a lot of the process because like I realized for songwriting, when when you spend too much time trying to figure out the right effects, you're using up energy that could have been used for songwriting. But whatever you did on Nature Things, it worked perfectly. So. It was amazing. I loved it. I plan on I plan on adding it to several playlists that I'll be making for the summer. I'm very very pumped to keep listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everybody for coming on with us. Go follow them on Instagram and check out their record. And you can follow them on Instagram at Subsonic Eye. That's all one word. And there's the links to everything are over there. So go have some fun with them over there. Thank you guys for coming on with us. And, uh, you know, hopefully next 12 months, things will calm down. You, maybe you guys end up stateside and we get to, you know, come see you guys. After all.